0: Welcome to MBA Podcaster, the only source for cutting-edge information and advice on the MBA application process. I'm Janet Nakano. More than 100,000 Americans graduate each year with an MBA degree. While it's a single most popular master's degree to get, depending on where you are now and your future career goals, a master's in finance or economics might be the better choice for you. It might even be a good idea to get both. We'll explore the reasons to choose one degree over another. We'll also go over some important things to consider while sorting through your options. We'll hear from directors at two schools that have both MBA and master's in finance programs and the director of career services at a prominent economics university.
1: Support for MBA Podcaster comes from the MBA Admission Studio and their founder, Avi Gordon's book, MBA Admission Strategy. The book, MBA Admission Strategy, takes candidates step by step through the process of producing a successful MBA application with emphasis on profile building and essay development. It outlines a proven system for applicants to identify the competitive value in their profile and construct a compelling application platform from this. The book analyzes the key essay questions applicants face and shows them how to fit their profile message to them, how to know what to write, which essay to write it in, and how to write it well. It's a must-read for all applying for an MBA at a competitive school. MBA Studio is offering a free review of any 500-word MBA admissions essay as trial of service, or a free spot assessment of an MBA applicant's strengths, weaknesses, and admissions prospects to all MBA podcaster listeners. Email contact at mbastudio.net to get started.
0: Like anything else in life, there isn't a single road to a career in business and finance. Getting a master's in finance or economics is, of course, one way. Getting an MBA is another. Fiona Sanford is director of career services at the London School of Economics and Political Science. She says the MBA track or the master's in science track can lead to the same career, but using different approaches.
2: The traditional MBA course exposes you to a wide range of management disciplines. and and gives you a way of thinking about management and, and a career in that area. An MSc in finance or an MSc in economics gives you a very rigorous academic approach to finance disciplines or to economics. But it doesn't, by any stretch of the imagination, preclude you from going on to developing a career in management, as many students do. So I think it depends on individual learning styles.
0: Sanford says a master's in economics will open the doors in a wide variety of fields.
2: Certainly, if you want to become a professional economist, you only have one choice, and that's to do the MSc in economics. Although it doesn't limit you to becoming a professional economist, and many of the destinations that our students go on to are very similar to those destinations that you would see from an MBA. Some of them go on to do development economics in NGOs, the majority of them go into investment banking. Many, many of them go on to be professional economists, and a substantial proportion, varying from year to year, between 15 to 25 percent, will go on to do a PhD in economics.
0: Jeffrey Ringett is professor and director of graduate curriculum and research at Boston College's Carroll School of Management. The Carroll School offers MBA degrees as well as masters in finance and accounting. He says consider your background and experience if you're deciding between an MSF or MBA.
3: If you've got someone who has some management background, they want to be a financial analyst or they want to be a CPA, then clearly the specialized master's degree is the direction for them to go. But if you've got someone who doesn't have uh, management training prior to coming into graduate school, then the MBA will provide them with that management training that they haven't had. I think they really need to pick a degree that's going to build on what they've done prior to coming to graduate school and help prepare them for whatever change or whatever new direction they want to pursue when they leave graduate school. So I think it's a real match from what you've done and where you want to be when you're leaving.
0: Joe Fox is director of MBA programs and co-director of the Master's in Finance program at the Olin School of Business of Washington University in St. Louis. He says choosing which degree to get can also be a matter of timing.
4: It has to do with the time of your life, you know, kind of where you're at. It has a lot to do with your ambitions and whether you're trying to to follow an ambition that has a a shorter-term objective or a longer-term objective and then ultimately, it has to do with what fits your long-term goals. So let me give you an example. It wouldn't be surprising at all to find somebody who gets an MS degree early in their career to, to get them started on that career path and later on comes back to get an MBA degree to, to enhance or to embellish uh, the flexibility of their career progress. And so I think it would be a, a fair thing to say, and you hate to make generalizations, but I think it would be a fair thing to say that younger students earlier in the career often look at an MS program as being more relevant to them at that point. Uh, slightly older students or young students but with a broader vista, I guess, find that, that an MBA might be more more relevant. Now, again, that's that's a gross generalization and you hate to say it because the minute you do, it doesn't apply to somebody but it's a pretty fair assessment in a bigger picture, I guess.
0: A lot of master's in finance programs have no work requirement at all. Fox says that's also why younger students go for MS programs. Oftentimes, they don't have the work experience necessary to apply to many MBA programs, and MS is a good way, he says, to get your foot in the door.
4: Traditionally, MBA students have been out of school for three to five or six or seven years. Most MBA students at most of the top schools on average, were out for four and a half, five years. They were 27, 28 years old when they came back. So they've kind of been out there. They've done something. They've they've tried something. They've made a, a, a move in their career. And, and they're either coming back to try to kind of jumpstart a movement in the same career path. We call those career accelerators. So they're looking to accelerate their career. Or they might be coming back to be a career switcher. Okay, I've been working in marketing, but I wanna to go to finance, or I've been a high school teacher, and I wanna go into marketing, or I've, you know, so so there, there's switching that goes on. And then there's some number of people who've been out long enough to realize what they don't wanna do, and that's usually what it is they've been doing, and, but they're not 100% sure what it is they do wanna do, and so we call those career seekers. And all of them can be very well accommodated by this kind of general management approach, All of them can take advantage of the fact that the majority of many way have been working and have done something and are either looking to use that to to move ahead or to, to move in a different angle. The MS students are almost all career starters or accelerators. They're either very young who are just getting started and they're trying to get the best set of qualifications and skills for the job they want to do, or they're people who are trying to get into that field and haven't been successful yet and are trying to find the right package to bring to to get them a chance to get into that field.
0: Time and cost are also factors in deciding between the two degrees. MS programs are typically one year, while MBA programs generally run for two years. MS and finance programs focus on increasing your understanding of finance and financial markets. A finance degree can lead you to positions in investment banking and corporate finance. Much like MBA degrees, but MBA programs have a broader focus with an emphasis on leadership and leadership potential. Fox says you can gauge which degree would suit you better by where you want your career to go.
4: Whether it's an MS in finance or in accounting or in marketing or in operations or anything, the primary purpose of getting that MS degree is to to enhance your knowledge and skills in a very specific area, which then enhances your career and job potential in that specific area. And gives you kind of a, a rocket boost, but in a straight line, kind of straight up that particular function or field. At some point, people find that their careers are are either in need of a boost to get beyond that function itself and get more into the managerial role, maybe related to that function, or they find that their interest is now starting to veer off in a in a different direction. And it's often that point in time. When a student decides an m b a is is the right option for me the m b a by the fact that it is not disciplinary based it's not a single discipline but rather a broader set of disciplines that are studied by that fact, it tends to to have greater options, greater flexibility, a wider array of possibilities coming out the backside so even if you got an m b a and and focus some of your elective coursework in a particular field you've still taken the vast majority of your coursework across a wide variety of fields, and you've really been trying to develop your general management skills uh, along with trying to enhance some specific skills.
0: the Olin School and at many business schools, some of the MBA curriculum overlaps with the master's in finance classes. Fox says, but again, the finance degree is much more specialized.
4: In our MS and finance program, the MS and finance students will intersect with our MBA students in some number of classes. There's commonalities to the two degrees. But whereas the MS and finance students are taking almost exclusively those courses that are kind of hardcore in the finance area or in the financial modeling or in the quantitative methodology that supports the financial modeling. You know, their whole package is is based around that somewhat narrowly defined career and, and job path that they're looking to take. And so most of the coursework is finance and finance related. Uh we certainly have the room to embellish it a little bit, but that's primarily what it is. In an MBA program, the majority of the coursework is across the various dimensions of business. So you're taking marketing and finance and operations and org behavior and strategy and economics and, and, and all the other underpinnings. And then on top of that, you get to layer in some more specialized courses. But that's the minor element of what you do. The major element of what you do is the broadening general management aspects of studying across the disciplines. And And quite frankly learning how to apply and learning how to integrate all of that stuff into kind of a, a sensible general manager's view of how to how to move forward.
0: For those of you who feel you'd benefit from both the MS and MBA degrees, the Carroll School of Management offers a dual degree program. Ringett says you can also opt for this route.
3: I think it's good for someone who wants to keep their opportunities open you've got the depth of knowledge that a master science degree connotes and you've got the breadth of knowledge that an MBA speaks to so it gives you more opportunities I think coming directly out of out of the program the trend is I think that the degrees are maybe getting a little closer in that in MBA seems to be to go to programs that allow students to get greater depth and we're doing that as well here you now we're going from a program where students could take six electives in an area of specialization to one where they might take eight or even ten electives in an area of specialization. And some schools have really pushed that even farther than we have in terms of the degree of specialization out of the MBA. But I think the risk in doing, going too far down that path is that you lose that broad management context that an MBA brings. You know, an MBA really has an understanding of the big picture, the broad context uh, of the business. And I think if you lose that, you're losing something important. But I think that there is still the master of science, the specialty degree, still says depth even more than an MBA with the kind of depth that we're building into those programs now.
0: Ringett says recruiters and employers will have different expectations for the different degrees, and they'll usually hire according to what they need.
3: Typically, uh, employers, recruiters that are looking for someone with a master's in finance are looking for someone who's got real technical skills, who's got real deep analytical training. Uh, they're going to be an analyst. You know, They're going to do heavy-duty analysis. Uh, they're not as concerned whether that – and this is typical. There's exceptions to all of these, of course. They're not as concerned whether that individual has broad management skills, whether they've done – you know the kind of project work that you think of that goes along with an mba program and the kind of team exercises not that someone doesn't have to learn to be a team player but they're going to really be more of an analyst when someone comes looking for an mba the expectation is that an mba has had a broad management foundation you know they've seen besides finance they've seen operations and organization behavior and marketing and accounting and all those information technology all those other things They've also had some work in leadership. They've had some team-building coursework, project work in their program. They've got a broader set of management skills.
0: In the U.S., MBA degrees are the most recognized master's degree. In Europe, however, companies work differently, says LSE's Fiona Sanford.
2: The MBA market has always been much more buoyant in North America than it is in Europe. The approach in in Europe is very much growing your own talent rather than employing somebody as an analyst for two years, then sending them off to business school when they come back as an associate. That part exists here in certain companies, but in many of the major employers would prefer or or would be open equally to taking on someone with an academic approach to work and teaching them the management disciplines in-house, if you like, on the job, developing that. So the, the European market is, values MBAs, there's no two ways about that, but is perhaps much more, more open and has historically is much more used to developing those management skills on the job and therefore very much values an academic rigorous approach to postgraduate study.
0: Salaries can vary between industries and positions. But Ringett says typically MBA graduates make more than MS graduates.
3: I would say that if we looked at average kinds of numbers, our MBA students would probably start at a higher salary than our specialty master students. And that's as much because it's very unusual to go directly from an undergraduate degree into an MBA. It's less unusual to go from an undergraduate degree into a master of science degree. So students coming out of the MBA will typically have more work experience, will be a little bit older, and that as much as anything places them at a a higher paid level than someone coming out of a master of science program that had maybe only one or two years of work experience as opposed to four or five from the MBA. In
0: 1960, fewer than 5,000 students got MBA degrees. Now there are more than 100,000 MBA graduates each year, with online, part-time, and executive programs making it easier to get that once elite degree, you might wonder if MBAs are as highly valued. But Fox says it's not the end for MBAs, not yet.
4: There's a lot of people out there getting a lot of MBAs, and that does put the credential in a different light in some sense. But this is a free market. Nobody's forcing people to do this. And in a free market, the market works itself out eventually. So given that there's still this extraordinary supply of prospective students coming through and that there's still demand to hire and and move those people out, uh, I'd say that we're not seeing the end of the daylight for MBA programs. But it may be that we're seeing a a switch, a shift. And some of these MS programs uh, that are coming up now, Some of the competition for international MBA programs really, I think, is a shift in the playing field. Not a shift in whether or not MBAs are of value or will continue to be, but I think there's a shift in the competitive playing field out there, and that's good. That's actually healthy.
1: Support for MBA Podcaster comes from the MBA Admission Studio and their founder, Avi Gordon's book, MBA Admission Strategy. The book, MBA Admission Strategy, takes candidates step-by-step through the process of producing a successful MBA application with emphasis on profile building and essay development. It outlines a proven system for applicants to identify the competitive value in their profile and construct a compelling application platform from this. The book analyzes the key essay questions applicants face and shows shows them how to fit their profile message to them, how to know what to write, which essay to write it in, and how to write it well. It's a must-read for all applying for an MBA at a competitive school. MBA Studio is offering a free review of any 500-word MBA admissions essay as trial of service, or a free spot assessment of an MBA applicant's strengths, weaknesses, and admissions prospects to all MBA podcaster listeners. Email contact at mbastudio.net to get started.
0: For more information, advice, and to register for your weekly MBA podcast, visit mbapodcaster.com. I'm Janet Nakano, and this is MBA Podcaster. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned next time when we find out what's the best age to get that MBA degree.